0: Check
1: this out! <laughs> <laughs> Well, when you kinda of work with a big star like me, uh things aren't gonna be always like sunshine and fucking rainbows. Ethical like, hey. term for what, you being a jerk? Yeah, right. I mean I would perform oral stuff on you if you give me the rest of that new course of cigarette. All <laughs> and then I couldn't watch it because I was finishing a taco at my El Camino. <laughs> so you're just gonna edit me out completely? Yeah I guess yeah,
0: it's cool. It's yeah, play cool. <laughs> we are back for part two point five or part two, whatever, I don't know. This, this is your boy Ricky, aka Ricochet. It's what does <laughs> for Ricochet talks. I got the handsome, well groomed co host. Ryan, Jay, Climber. What's up, brother?
2: Hey, how you doing, Ricky?
0: Bro, first start, you know gotta give a little bit of love. You know, we did it in the first part. Talk about our sponsors, please, because they're getting tired of me talking about them.
2: Oh, that's crazy, because I just got out of the pool.
0: What? Um, in Nashville?
2: I'm actually, yeah, I was actually going to talk about I was swimming around the filter area, and I saw a little logo. said CMK Pools, which is stands for Christopher Mathis Mark Kimberly, and some of the best pools you can buy. They do them above ground, in ground, outside of the ground, left or right of the ground. They're a great company, and uh, yeah, I just I I don't want to interrupt your sponsorships, but. So pools kind of changed my life. So.
0: Yeah, I think they also taught you and your uh, dog how to swim, did they not?
2: How to swim, yeah, they did teach us how to swim.
0: Dude, they got to start recording that.
2: Yeah, they have little pictures near the filters. When you're getting sucked in, it shows the doggy paddle motion, and you can kind of just get out of it real easy. There's also a picture of Buddha, so it's like mental clarity.
1: <laughs> yeah. Doggy paddle. You get right out of there. You're not getting sucked into a
0: filter with C&K Pools. That's why i just like to give a shout-out to them, too. Thank you, brother. You know what? Well, real quick, you know what's funny is? They have, like, the butterfly, the high dive, this and that, in the Olympics. Why not the doggy paddle? Why not?
2: Well, it's off-limits, you know. It shouldn't uh, be. It's the first and, you know, most effective way to swim. It's just frowned upon by jocks,
0: I think. Damn jock, fucking Letterman jacket wearing pricks. I was one of those guys because I had to buy one. Well actually, I got one for Christmas, even though I never lettered anything, and I got made fun of a lot. But that's a different story. But uh,
2: you know how you know how Brad Pitt in the movie Fight Club has his abs have like a V shape that kind of point down to his. Um, anyways. That's from doggy paddling. That's what no one's going to tell you. He spent about 14 hours a day in a knee deep pool doggy paddling to get that kind of look. Dude. And so I just think people overlook that. You know?
0: and, and in the movie Troy, you don't get abs like that from not doggy paddling. Come on. You don't.
2: You don't. And that's, that could be a meme all in itself. You don't get abs like that from not doggy paddling.
0: I'm pretty sure. sure I'm
2: scared if anybody thinks that that's not true.
0: Well, like Michael Phelps, I'm pretty sure, like, he, I could be wrong, I probably am, I'm pretty sure Sure, he said, he goes, I do a warm-up of doggy paddling around the Olympic side pool for at least three hours before I get into anything else. I was like, he, and I think he burn more calories doing that. I mean, how many yeah. fat dogs have you seen that doggy paddle? None? None.
2: None, really, you know?
0: Just some people these days, like... Cool, we have BMX racing. We have golf in the Olympics. What about the damn doggy doggy paddlers?
2: Well, I mean, how cool does it look, too, to just have your head out of the water and be moving Mm -hmm. anywhere anywhere about? No one knows what's going on beneath beneath the water.
0: Exactly. Because what if it was like... Go ahead. Sorry, sir.
2: It's kind of a magical way to swim.
0: Well, it's like... Well, okay, we can talk about this all day. What about our other sponsor? Might as well, do get the sponsor shit out of the way. I mean, we love them, but what, what about the, the other sponsor? Come on, man.
2: Oh, the, the Soul For Real?
0: Yeah, by No Solace? Yeah, sir.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they make great T-shirts, which are the best kind of shirts, the ones that are T-shaped.
0: Um, yeah, they beautiful. All, yeah,
2: all the other kind of shirts are just kind of lame. And this guy will put whatever you want onto a shirt, you know, literally. If you were, like, uh, gays for Jesus.
0: um, He puts that on there. He doesn't judge, bro. He
2: doesn't judge.
0: You know, he's Hispanic, too. And, like, I've heard rumors, like, he's done, like, like, hey, we hate Mexican people. We're part of the Ku Klux Klan. And then all of a sudden, he's like, I don't judge. I make the shirts. And he's just a great guy. He also does face map. You name it, he does it, man. That's dude's so for real. He's actually for real. The best guy ever, man. Shipping and shipping is wicked fast. I don't know. He's just a real legit guy.
2: He also makes non-binary wedding cakes. Uh, I don't know if anybody knows about that yet, but that's another kind of like side hustle that Soul does.
0: Yeah, and. That's
2: cool. That's
0: really cool, you know? It is pretty cool. He does hats, he does face masks for those COVID people or us, whatever. Great kid. Great dude. He's fair. He's not square. (laughs) You like that?
2: Great. And then that brings me to my sponsor for this podcast. Uh, It's
0: uh, it's called Snack Masks. They
2: are COVID-approved masks that have...
0: Damn time. Uh,
2: a little zipper and then an air pouch that you press a button and it sucks the snack into your yep. mouth. So there's actually no outside air that's taken it. It's Velcro-friendly for seniors and for... Uh, I have
0: two of them, bro. People
2: Black and blue. Them. And uh, yeah, I mean, they're snackmasks.com if you go there. There's a link from my other sponsor, Dollar Shade Clubs. Love them. Dollar Shave Club. Love.
0: love that family.
2: But uh, yeah, I mean, just check them out. Revolutionizing the industry. Uh, we're about to hit the the penny stock market exchange here in about three years. So,
0: Woo! Keep,
2: keep an eye out.
0: That's gorgeous, man. That's just like. I love them.
2: Are you related to Nancy Pelosi?
0: Say that again, young man?
2: Are you related by blood to Nancy Pelosi?
0: Nah, I can't say that I am, but if I was, I mean, I would hit her up. Okay. Next subject. Yeah, real quick. I want to go to Ancestry.com. So I'm pissed off, bro. Let's check this out. Because I could get a freaking mad tan and... So anyways, I did my Ancestry.com test, got it back. I'm not Jamaican or Hawaiian, Portuguese, Spaniard, Mexican, anything. Cool. I'm fucking just from, like, Europe, this and that. I'm not going to go any more than that. It's just pissing me off. But with that, I want to talk to you some weird shit real quick. Some funny weird shit. I don't know why I'm so interested in this stuff, but I am. We're going to talk about UFOs for just a moment, folks. Is that all right with you, Ryan? I don't give a fuck. Just listen. Yes. All right, so you know the Pentagon, you know, blah, blah, blah. They're like, hey, UFOs are real, blah, 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 which we know. You're
2: Greta, you're Greta Thunberg of the UFO talk,
0: though? Yeah, yeah. UFOs, I f-
2: blah, blah, blah.
0: Well, what I'm getting at is, like, people, you know, UFOs, like, we don't know if they're little green men, black men, purple men. They might even be men, man. This might be, like, horses up there. We don't know. But there's so many different, you know, documentaries, this and that about them. But when the Pentagon and whatever the, you name it, they're like, hey, it's real. Okay. It's like, okay, we already know that China, I believe it's China or Japan. I can't remember. They have a huge, like, one of the biggest telescopes in the world that they have it so they can look in space, and they're trying to find UFOs. And check this out, bro. Where I live at here in Safford, Arizona, up near Mount Graham, they have one of the biggest telescopes, at least in the U.S., and it's called St. Lucifer. The, uh, what is it called, the Vatican or whatever from the Catholic Church? Uh... He's a big part of it, and it's to find aliens. So anyway, that's not sort of a conspiracy, but um, Tom DeLong, Blink-182, one of my favorite bands ever in high school. I still like them, even though he's not part of them. Huge UFO, UFO, I'm not saying that, UFOologist? or something like that. He's all into it. But anyways, I know you have something to say about it, Ryan. What's up?
2: About UFOs?
0: Yes, ma'am.
2: Oh, uh, don't misgender me.
0: <laughs> oh, sorry, I got confused um, by your, yeah. your subtle voice.
2: I mean, I think that we could all probably just rest assured that if anybody was worried about where society was heading or not understanding the truth or, you know, just feeling like there was shit that was maybe a little bit off, now's the time you can really feel at ease because Blink-182's front and Tom DeLonge uh, of the classic What's My Age Again, What's My Age Again is now uh, Mm -hmm. corresponding with uh, high levels of U.S. government to disclose to the public because our government, as smart as it is, Mm -hmm. brought up the genius plan of if we're going to release UFO shit, we should probably do it through a pop book band from San Diego that yes. was relevant 15 years ago or 20 years ago. And that's right. the way the public would be able to take it the best. If
0: Tom DeLong came out and was like, exactly. look, man, aliens are real.
2: Three of these lip piercings are mine. The other four are from... Ancient alien technology, you know? I mean, how much of a better way would there be to have the public accept aliens, if not for Tom DeLonge? And then you got to think about the other guy from Maroon 5. We need him, too.
0: Adam Levine?
2: If the government could reach out to Adam Levine and maybe a couple other singer-songwriter type of strangely this brilliant and poetic people, I think that we can really break down this UFO alien thing and just get rid of some of the stigma. Like, hey, not everyone's crazy for believing in UFOs because Tom DeLonge and Adam Levine think it's cool.
0: So, Well, I heard Elvis Presley, uh, not Donald Trump, but uh, Truman and several other uh, higher-ups believe in it. And I'm not going to lie. CNN poll, um, I shit my pants poll, don't look at my armpit poll, all, 60% when that came out, saying like, hey, UFOs are real, 60% are like, okay, we don't give a shit, we already know, 40% still doesn't believe in it, because some of them are Mormon, or some of them are priests, that touch little boys, they don't have enough time to get into that shit, that's another story, right, but, with that being said, it's kind of like, Ellen John, for example, it's like when he goes up to his parents in a glittery, you know, outfit, and he goes, Mom, Dad, I'm gay. And they're like, uh, okay okay, flash, we already knew that. Can you do us a favor? Yeah, Mom, Dad. Get on the fucking piano and make some more music. Because we're going to be going into retirement home soon, and we need you to pay for us. And we love you. It's like, dude, we know this shit. Like, we know how, like, we know how to buy a Snickers bar at the grocery store. Even a two-year-old does. What I'm getting at is, like, UFOs. Are they really real? I don't know. But on another subject is, like, Area 51. You can't tell, like, it's like you go there, you can't tell anybody anything. It's like, if I worked there, bro, it's like I couldn't tell you what's going on. Like, we could be drunk as heck. I can't tell you what's going on. Because that's my job. Do you understand that?
2: Yeah. No, it's a real bummer. Uh, you know, I think what you're describing is a real tragedy of Area 51 because I do. you can't know what's going on there. So, I mean, uh, you know, we'll just have to mark it out from the tragedy book. But uh, what is actually going on in Area 51? Well, we've heard secret. It's much worse. What they're doing is they're experimenting on new forms of perplus uh, shampoo and conditioner on baby turtles. Oh, and very yeah, true. Really accurate. It's, it's not really about aliens or space or anything like that. It's mainly about shampoo and conditioner plus one, you mm-hmm. know, or all in one. They're trying to experiment on different reptilian amphibian life forms to create a more non-toxic plus one conditioner and shampoo for everybody and nobody really wants to talk about that everyone wants to talk about flying saucers but really it's about the turtle
0: well not just that, rumors have it is bubble gum not only can you chew it and the flavor lasts for three hours, you actually want to chew it, you want to Have fun. Like, like why go to bed right now where I'm chewing a beautiful piece of delicious flavored bubble gum? That's another rumor I heard that's going on over there.
2: I read four days ago that bubble gum can lead to basically uh, self-induced suicide and that you don't eat because your brain thinks that you're chewing and eating and then you just eventually die a few days later if you don't spit the gum out. It's becoming what? a real epidemic in this country. At least that's some four bullshit. People four people have died in seven states, Ricky.
0: God bless okay? us. So uh,
2: these, these bubblegum companies are becoming good. They're, they're coming up with new flavors like pistachio and steak chicken. Mmm. Egg roll
0: flavored. Good.
2: My favorite is the flavor of, it, they call it mechanically separated chicken. mechanically separated
0: the best kind of chicken
2: and yeah basically one one piece of this gum can make you think that you're being fed for upwards of around two weeks people just die on the spot they die pumping gas they die breastfeeding they die having sex they die in all kinds of precarious ways because Mm -hmm. they're extremely vital and important and they're not and it's sad and it well, has to be
1: stopped, you know?
0: No,
2: we need a, glo- a global cooling on this phenomenon, so to speak.
0: Well, it's funny you say that because I remember uh, there was this, I, honestly, I think Muhammad Ali died from uh, chewing that gum, if I'm not mistaken.
2: He did. He did, yeah. That's what gave him the shakes in the end. Is mm-hmm. to he hadn't eaten in about 14 and a half
0: So, so you know, they need to get some bugs worked out, it sounds like.
2: They do. They're almost
0: there. Oh, well, they better be sooner than later, because I fucking love gum. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, who doesn't?
2: we'll all be a, to a place where we don't have to eat.
0: We just have gum. Some
2: people call that call that place death, but, you know, those yeah. are just pessimists.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I heard there's this one gum, you chew, and it makes you feel like you're floating in a... Never mind, that's LSD. Never mind. Was, sorry about that one. Oh, you're talking about paper gum. Yeah, the wrong <laughs> the wrong type of gum. Woo! And you know what the sad part is? Like, you get that? You can't even chew it. It's already gone. It's like, I need seven more pieces, and then before you know it, you're swimming in the Atlantic Ocean trying to fight a fucking bullhead shark. And I'll tell you what, bullhead sharks, they usually win. They got teeth, and you're in their environment, bro. Is a bullhead shark actually a I don't fucking know, dude. I'm not an oceanologist right now, but just think, okay, for your a tiger shark, is that better? Or a great white? Does that help you feel better? Yeah,
2: I mean... It, it
0: happens almost on a daily basis, bro. Like, have you ever heard of Arizona? We had 17 great white shark attacks at LakeMadeUp.org and... Those people, they're no longer here, and I don't want to get into that subject, man. Just, gosh, show some respect. All right, hey, R.I.P. to Tupac.
2: You, should, should we talk about our next sponsor right now? Actually, it seems like a natural transition. Uh, yeah. Our next sponsor is, uh, we'd like to thank Lake Havasu. Mm. For funding and supporting and agreeing with everything that we've ever said on the podcast. True. That body of water is... Mwah. <laughs>
0: It's a man-made river, but or lake, or whatever you want to call it, and it's not too bad.
2: Back to you, Rick, and by back to you, I mean just cut yourself off. It's not a fucking river. It's a lake, Christ.
0: borderline ocean.
2: God
1: help us.
0: Well, you know what's crazy is, uh, we were talking about that, um, did you know that some spiders actually live in that lake? Back to you, Ryan.
2: Look, Rick, I love doing this podcast, but you know I'm low on minutes.
0: Yeah, I know my minute card's almost up. I just didn't want to do this podcast. It's just you kept begging me because you want to do your fucking sponsors. But uh,
2: you said you wanted to talk about political stuff. Let's get into it. You
0: know? Okay. Well, speaking of political stuff, I'm not the most political guy, but like, I don't know. Like
2: back to what you were saying earlier, how much more Adderall do you think they should make Joe Biden take before he? <laughs>
0: He <laughs> knew Joe. Joe Biden needs Adderall to stay awake. So if they could give it in a hundred milligrams extended yeah. release and regular version, hell yeah. I mean, it's kind of sad when he goes. This kind Like, what happened? Is he dying? I oh, don't know. He's just old. Oh, because he, he's old. He's like 90 years old. It's like right now, like my grandpa's like 95 years old. Hey, Grandpa, do you want to go? i uh, do manual, or uh, was it hard labor where you got to lift seven hundred pound concrete bags all day? Oh yeah, I am cut for that. Like, come on, dude. Like, and I got nothing against. Like I said, I was willing to put Joe Jorgensen, but like, I don't really like when my president is here. Like, is
2: that just because you didn't know how to spell Joe Biden?
0: No, I well, yeah, J O E B I D E N. Wait, B T E N. Yeah, I don't know how to spell it, fuckers. I actually want to say a pee while I'm on this podcast. It's my first time anyone's ever heard someone take a piss on a podcast. But uh, so you know the university
2: really set a new bar there, Rick.
0: Yeah, it smells too. Um, so we were talking about this earlier. University of Washington, go Huskies. I'm just kidding. I don't really give a shit about them. Well, anyways, University of Washington, great school. I know me and you both know a lot of people that have gone there and or gone there and graduated. I know you've been on the campus. I've been on the campus. But not too long ago, um, and I know this probably pisses off a lot of people, but now they're not necessarily, like, they're going off SAT scores, but that doesn't make or break you getting into university. They like to go off of your GPA if you played sports, voluntary, yada, yada, you know, that's what you've done outside. And that's caused a lot of, you know, well, anywhere, it's caused a lot of ruckus, but uh, kind of <laughs> how do you feel about the whole SAT, ACT stuff?
2: Well, I guess,
0: uh... like, do you think that should be, like, your make or break to get into university? Like, say, let me give you an example. You're a 3.9 student. You volunteer at the church. You volunteer for, uh, let's say, like the homeless shelters. Uh, you played varsity football, basketball. You've uh, helped raise money for uh, a kid that had cancer. And then all of a sudden, you have everything. 3.9 GPA, All Let's say that's your final GPA. You take your ACP scores or SATs. Not that high, and then you applied uh, blah, blah blah university, and all of a sudden you get into you Dub, and then the guy next to you who did none of that shit, he barely woke up to go to class. He has a, a three point five GPA, and he scored wicked high, but he gets into university over you. Like, how do you feel about that crap?
2: Uh, good
0: i um, good on what?
2: Well, I just mean he scored I mean, higher than you, so he won, right? Like, they won. Like, oh. Okay. If you both agreed to take a test to see who's better and you didn't come out better, well, you can hate the test or you can just not play the game.
0: Cool. So why do you do all about work and shit to try getting get a dub when obviously the guys put in the work?
2: Why didn't you volunteer at a
0: homeless shelter? Yeah, like the guy who he didn't. He didn't volunteer. He didn't do shit. He didn't even play J B, He didn't play any sport. But he had 3.6 GPA, scored higher than the other dude. It's like, how's that fair? I mean, why does he get in because he had a higher test score? Like, I got a higher test score. Like, for example, we did a test score, or we did a spelling bee. I came in first place. My two-year-old niece came in last place, and I won, so I got a $25 gift card to Amazon. Is that fair?
1: Well,
0: what
2: if you looked at it differently, Ricky?
0: Well, I'm trying to look at it differently. That's why I asked you, Ask Chief. Gosh.
2: What if you looked at it differently in a sense of, uh, you know, your species is part of a species that has a giant brain. Yeah. That's able to perceive and calculate and computate a bunch more than any other species around you. And maybe this is true, maybe it's not. But the markers that we have set up for looking for that intelligence are, are all around us. Yeah. We, we want to find the most intelligent people because that's the way we've gotten forward so fast. Is by relying on intelligent people to come up with new ideas, to, you know, do, do all of the things that it takes to make society what it is today. What if it's more of that? What if it's less of a cruel system? And it is a cruel system, because if you score lower on the test, it doesn't mean that you can't do this as well as somebody else. But it means statistically that you can, you know, if you scored higher on the test, it's not saying you couldn't be a good engineer, but it's saying according to that test, this person will be a better engineer than you will be
1: based
2: on the outcome of that test. Whether you volunteered at a homeless shelter or whether you did all of those things, those are all good things. They're all very altruistic. Right. And community-based. And, community based. and, and that's, that's an area in society that I feel like free, free market economy and capitalism fails us to some extent. That's why you need liberal people. That's why you need creative people to stand up for the person that it's, it's harder to do these things. But at the same time, it doesn't mean that it's a cruel way to determine things. Based on aptitude, like no, how many how many genius people are there that fucking don't do anything with their lives? There are mm-hmm. much more genius people that don't do anything like impact, impactful in life, than mm-hmm. genius people that do change society, put ideas forth that are you know take so much time to spend a thought any of those things um that you know you can't really calculate those hours. You you can't really like calculate great like that. Like poets, people, literary figures, mathematicians, scientists, you know, these these are all fields that like people pour themselves into. And aptitude tests matter to a certain extent, but they also don't matter to people that are willing to push against those aptitude tests. And achieve what they want to achieve.
0: Exactly. So, I hear that.
2: They're, they're all just markers. And the more as a society that we focus on the tests that we create to better society, to, to find the intelligent people, to, to find people that are able to solve problems, the more that we demonize that as saying that it's discriminatory, we're, we're only going to head backwards in society that we're going to discourage smart people from being smart. We're going to discourage uh, people from wanting the best people, just like you were talking about earlier, who you should want in a skilled position in society, whether it's cutting wood or cutting a brain open, yeah. or de- determining the mapping of DNA and, and you know, prevalence to diseases based on your DNA and your genetics, you should want the best person for that job no yeah. matter what. No matter what they look like, no matter what they identify as, all of those things don't matter, really. Like, they, those are the constructs that the left loves to talk about as being constructs. Everything's a construct. Okay, well, that's fine, but there's no construct when it comes to cutting wood accurately there's no construct when it comes to rewiring a brain and and surgically fixing somebody's spinal cord
0: but some people do it better than others though you know
2: exactly and that's who you want to do that job and you don't want to discourage people to do that job because they may seem more privileged to fall into it there's anything yeah. like that because the smartest people in society are going to keep producing, keep saving, <laughs> the smartest people in society, and the dumbest
1: people in society. <laughs> oh. check this out. <laughs> Well, when you kind of work with a big star like me, uh, things are going to be always sunshine and fucking rainbows. in I think I to for what you mean, a jerk. Financially, nice. and I would perform oral stuff on you if you give me the rest of that new first cigarette. <laughs> the <latest. laughs> and then I couldn't watch it because I was finishing a taco in my El Camino. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just going to edit me out completely? Know? <laughs> yeah, I get it. Play it cool. it's like it cool. <laughs> <laughs>